When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with Chris Mack and Josh Taylor. And welcome in to the latest edition of Fourth Down in the Steel City. If you are not already following this podcast, what's wrong with you? Seriously, you don't have any friends. You're just sitting around doing nothing anyway. Okay, you probably have friends. That was mean to me. I shouldn't have said that. That was a little mean. But listen, we're your friends now, okay? So subscribe, follow, do whatever you got to do. Download, listen, rate, review. And most importantly, tell your friends, however many you may or may not have, about 4th Down in Steel City. Because, well, I'll be honest, we've just been having too much fun lately. Making jokes about Kabali and Crisco and (laughs) references to Chappelle's show and... Omar from The Wire, and I'll speak in Japanese, konnichiwa, and all kinds of stuff. So if you've missed it, you can go back to past episodes, too. There's nothing stopping you from doing that. You know that, right? Go back. Clean all the wisdom that we've provided you through the first five weeks of the Steelers season. No Steelers game this weekend. It doesn't mean we stop making picks. Greg Finley, intrepid producer, in between myself. Hi, I'm Chris Mack and Josh Taylor. And how did we do? Greg, last week. I know the week before I did very well. I don't know if I did so well this week. Yeah, you kind of called it and said you wouldn't do well the next week. Yeah, yeah. And you went five and nine this week. There we go. Right back to normal. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, me and Josh both went eight and six. Chris, you have a one game lead at 42 and 36 on Josh. I already frittered six, it away. Six game lead on me at 36 and 42. I told you it wouldn't last long, boys. Some some funny ones that we got were, uh, well, we all got the Lions, we all got the Colts, we all got the Dolphins, we all got the Saints. Okay. I, I took two of the 425 games with the Eagles covering and the Bengals covering, and you both took the underdogs, but then you both got the Jets. And I took <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. And then we all lost the Texans because they lost by two. And we all lost the Packers because they lost outright to Vegas. Pretty sure Jordan loves dead to me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we are. And okay. we have a whole new slate for this week. What do we got? We start, we start in London with Baltimore and Tennessee. The Titans are plus three and a half. Ooh. Hmm. Mm. We just gonna make noises about this one? Can we go with that? Um, jeez, uh, got my feelings already. Um, three and a half. You know my rule about the hook. Uh, but I think the Ravens look Ravens Steelers. I kind of just throw out because the Ravens and the Steelers are division rivalry, and Baltimore. Look, the Steelers are Lamar's kryptonite for whatever weird reason, or in the case of last weekend, his receivers kryptonite. Um. So I think Baltimore's a whole heck of a lot better than they looked against the Steelers. I still like them as 
the team that will push Cincy the hardest for the division. Cause yes, I still believe in the Bengals. Don't tell anybody. Um, Ravens only laying three and a half. <laughs> Josh gives me a look like, are you serious boy? Um, three and a half. Uh, yeah, I'll lay it. Give me the Ravens. I'm going to the same, say the same thing with Baltimore because you, you take the Steelers game out because I mean, that's pretty much a designated rock fight just yeah. like on principle. It's hard to count the Indianapolis game just because, you know, one call probably changes that outcome. That team could have been 4-0 coming into this week. And the rest of those games, they actually played really, really well, especially against inferior teams. And I think that's what this Tennessee team is. I think Baltimore wins this one. I think they cover the three and a half. They probably win by a touchdown plus. I'll take the Ravens as well. Titans on the road have been a completely different team than the Titans at home. And, and they're going so, across the pond now. So. Yeah, yeah, and they're going to London. Yeah. And and if the Ravens, you already brought up the drops. If they don't drop the ball 600 times, they beat the Steelers last week. And so oh. I would like to think that they work on that this week. They don't drop the ball 600 times. They establish the run game. They're a good run defense. They will shut down Henry and make Tannehill beat them. I like mm-hmm. Baltimore. Good call. Okay, Washington at Atlanta. Falcons minus two and a half. Oh, Ooh. boy. Uh, this is another one we're just gonna make noises. Um, I think, <laughs> I think these are two teams destined for like seven and ten, eight and nine, um, and so it makes sense that the Commanders would get back to five hundred and the Falcons would fall to five hundred. So, um, give me the Commanders outright over the Falcons in Atlanta. I thought Atlanta showed us something that went against Houston. They have this element. They they just they they're getting to that point where they're figuring out ways to win and yeah. with the quarterback that they have, with the offense that they have. I think they're starting to find their starting to find their stride as far as running the football and everything. However, Washington is able to do a lot throwing the football. They got Sam Howe. Eric Bieniemy seems to have unlocked a few things with him. Even if Atlanta gets a lead in this thing, Washington can still crawl their way back. So I'll go with the command- commanders just for their ability to stay in games throwing the football. And after what Washington looked like against the Bears last week at home, and the the Falcons continue to find ways to win games at home, and they are at home in this game, I'm going to take Atlanta in the two and a half. That may be one I changed my mind on because that's it. Could I could easily change my mind on that one too? Yeah, not gonna lie. And I have Desmond Ritter this week in fantasy because Anthony Richardson is out for a couple of weeks. So let Desmond Ritter cook. Minnesota at Chicago, Bears plus two and a half. Uh, sorry, I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Um, uh, no can Justin I, can Jefferson I just, can I for just the foreseeable future. Yeah, go ahead. Why are the Bears the underdog if there's no Justin Jefferson? And after because what they just the did last week. After uh, what they did last week, uh, though. Against Washington, though. Josh just said it. They're still the Bears. They're still the Bears. They're still the Bears. They're still the Vikings. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, they're still Minnesota. You're right. And even (laughs) without Justin Jefferson, they're even more mid. They are, and they're probably going to lose a whole lot more close games throughout the season, right? Like they're getting the exact opposite of last year's karma, spinning right back around at 180 degrees and 100 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. So I get that, but there's no way they should be in a single possession game against the Bears. There just isn't. And so 
Um, yeah, I, I'm going to definitely, what is it? Two and a half. Is that what the two number is? Yeah. yeah. I'm laying two and a half. Cause I think the Vikings win this by a touchdown. It'll be ugly. I think it could be a rock fight at times, but, uh, unless Justin Fields and I'll be totally, I'll be okay. If Justin Fields spins some crazy magic and does some stuff, but I think Justin Fields is also good for probably at least one killer pick at some point, as much as Kirk Cousins is, it's going to be an ugly game is what I'm saying. People, um, Vikings laying the two and a half. You say ugly game, I say give me the home team in an ugly game because you're, you've probably got a better shot in the ugly game at okay. home. And I'll say this much too. Justin Jefferson not being on that Vikings offense, they've already had their issues running the football. Having Justin Jefferson at least gave Kirk Cousins something to do. Don't get me wrong. I like TJ Hawkinson as a tight end. I just don't know if that's enough for what they need for that offense to do. So now it comes down to, okay, now you're going to be in a rock fight with these two teams because – Minnesota's not gonna fight it up like they like they want to. And Chicago might be better benefited in a rock fight having Justin Fields as their quarterback because you know he can do running the football. So Chicago two and a half point underdogs at home in a potential ugly game. I'll take the home team. You already know I'm taking the home team. I question why this was two and a half in the way of the Vikings. I don't think Jordan Addison is ready yet to be the Justin Jefferson of that right. offense. Fair. I, I don't trust I don't trust Kirk Cousins anymore. And uh, well, Chris, that's for, your boy, though. for that reason alone, I'm going to take the Bears at home. And unfortunately for Brandon Godden, he drew this one for Fox. How Ooh. dare you question Captain Kirk? He's only thrown like half a dozen killer picks already this year. <laughs> <laughs> and then he asked his teammates, hey, you like that? Oh, you like that? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, we... I mean, Chris, you and I, we took the Vikings to cover against the Chiefs, and we got cheated by the refs. So that's uh, true. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yep. Yeah, it's true. Multiple, it's point true. multiple times, multiple times on that play. Yeah. Multiple taken. times, pass interference, and the fact that the defender took his helmet off. That's a fifteen-yard yeah. penalty, but yeah, you know, it's the yeah. Chiefs. Whatever. It's Chiefs. Who cares? Point well made. Point well made. Here's, we don't. Here's we don't the... want to make Tay Tay mad. Yeah. <laughs> don't do here's that. the game. Here's the game we're gonna get this Sunday on CBS with the Steelers off. It's the Seahawks at the Bengals. Cincinnati minus three and a half. This is a good one. I really. Now I'm gonna go to an old trope, but I think it the <laughs> axiom holds true here because first of all, I think Cincinnati as tough as it's been for them to find their their legs i think they're starting to find them it's been a very slow process but it's happening um and it's if they're only laying three and a half at home here's where the old trope comes in pacific time zone team coming east for a one o'clock kick in the eastern time zone give me the bengals laying the three and a half i think they continue to find some things and kind of continue their slow climb back to getting right against a, a pretty good Seahawks team. I, I'm I'm with you. I think the Bengals are doing the thing that Geno Smith's alma mater is starting to embrace or trust in the climb. I thought they showed that a lot last week. I thought, I thought <laughs> you like the West Virginia reference, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, the, the Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow connection is alive and well, apparently. Yeah. They can dial it up when they need to. Cincy, when they are clicking, is actually a pretty complete offense because they can run the ball and they can throw it. The question is, can that line be consistent? Can they give Burrow time? I think they're still sorting it out. They had to do the exact same thing last year. I think they're doing that again. I'll take Cincy. 
Seattle coming off of a bye. Seattle coming off of playing the Giants before Ooh. that bye. Point taken. Bengals at home as a three and a half point favorite. I'm going to take Seattle. Ooh. Because, okay. because Kenneth Walker the third will be the difference. And I just don't think Cincinnati's going to be able to contain him. I really don't. He has been a monster for that team. And that has made Geno not have to throw the ball as much. And when he does throw the ball, he's got that DK Metcalf guy, and he's pretty good. So, and that Tyler Lockett guy. Yeah. 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 Big Tyler a, Lockett guy here. I'm a big they fan. have a really good offense. And if they can get to Burrow and make him uncomfortable with that lingering injury that he's got, they got to – they got the Daniel Jones 11 times. I get it. It's the Giants. But <laughs> you bring the house that many times and you get the borough and make him uncomfortable, I like I like Seattle. And, Chris, I'm with you. Great game. Ian Eagle on the call of that one. Ooh. I will be locked in for that game. Ooh, nice. San Francisco at Cleveland. This is the game we're going to get on Fox on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Browns are only a plus 5.5 underdog in this one. Oh, my gosh. Seriously? Uh, this is my survivor pick. Uh, Niners uh, go to 6-0. and uh, I think they blow the Browns. Ah, uh, they win by double digits. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Gets another touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, Niners, big. Uh, five and a half is not nearly enough. You could you could double that, and I would, I would start to back away. But five and a half, nah, I'll lay it. Is it is it Deshaun Watson or DTR starting in this game? Do we know for sure yet? Because they keep trying to conceal that Deshaun Watson well, injury. Watson is questionable. He's questionable. So, I think it's going to end up being Watson. Like that's the only thing that keeps this number where it's at. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I've been thinking about this as far as what what San Francisco is. You know, bad teams beat themselves. Average teams beat bad teams, but lose to good teams. Good teams. They beat bad teams, they beat average teams, and sometimes they beat other good teams. Great teams beat everybody. Hmm. San Francisco isn't just beating everybody, they're whooping everybody. They are just absolutely whooping people. This is not going to change. San Francisco five and a half is a gift. Mm -hmm. Absolute gift. I'm taking 49ers. Everything Josh just said. Did you see what they did to the Cowboys? Enough. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they 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 whooped everybody. That was the game of the year, and they whooped them. It was like Central Catholic and North Allegheny. Game of the year. Central Catholic whooped them from kickoff <laughs> to the end. That's what that game was. nuts. Yep. <laughs> all right. So we all like the 49ers. Another one where I think we're all going to be on the same page, although it's a big number. It's Miami nice hosts number. in Carolina. Dolphins minus 13 and a half. That's a huge number. It mm. does make you pause for a second. But then you look at what Miami has done against bad teams. I mean, they yeah. beat the Patriots. I, I forget what the number was in that game, um, but they won by a touchdown. Obviously, the Broncos came. Um, they handled that one. So I, I don't... I, I don't worry about them in this one. I don't. I, I do have, I think there are questions. Obviously, you get torched by Buffalo the way they did. They gave up 34 to Justin Herbert in week one. This defense is kind of off and on. And I think maybe uh, they're going to be very vulnerable in two out of the next four weeks. They got to go to Philly. They got to host the Chiefs. Those could get ugly if they can't, if the offense does not continue to score. If Devon Achan, 
a chain. I don't know how we're saying it today. It doesn't matter. A chain. If he's can, well, yeah, he has to be out. He's been put placed on IR. He'll have to be out for those games. Um, their schedule softens up considerably in the back half until they get to weeks 16 and 18. But between now and then, they've got a lot of a lot of chumps on their schedule. And it starts with the Panthers. So, yeah, I think they cover the 13 and a half. Miami at home against a bad team. This is a double, this is a double, double, triple possession special. Yeah. Dolphins. This is easy. Miami. <laughs> For all those Simple. reasons. Simple. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be cool, though. Tua versus uh, Bryce Young. That'll be. Oh, yeah. Good call. Ooh, yeah. The yeah, Alabama connection. That is a great game to place in like a three leg teaser and bring that thing down to seven and a half and just count on it. Book it. There you go. That game will be a Kevin Harlan Trent Green special. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Indianapolis at Jacksonville Jags minus three and a half oh boy history says Jacksonville with this one because for some odd reason the Colts can't seem to figure him out if for no but, other reason I'm going but, but, you're, but. your guy Gardner Minshew is the quarterback oh Minshew may be a starter <laughs> bang bang gang bang bang gang long live the air raid I'm still going with Jacksonville nah. if it was an indie. It was an indie. I'd, I'd think about the Colts, but they're in Jacksonville, so I'll take the Jaguars. I think what we thought about the Jags coming into the season is happening a whole lot more slowly than mm-hmm. we wanted to acknowledge it could happen. I think we may look up in December, and they may be more fully formed than they are right now. But sometimes we get caught up in thinking as sports fans that growth happens just bang from one offseason to the next. And it's like flipping the page from one chapter to the next. It's or, or forget flipping from one chapter to the next. It's like a collection of short stories. It's Dickensian in nature. It was the best of times. <laughs> it was the worst of times. But no, it's not a different story. It's the same chapter. It's a different chapter of the same story. And things don't necessarily just snap off like that. The stories take times to grow and progress. And I'm way off on a literary tangent here. So all I'll say is. Jacksonville still has mistakes in there and they still have stumbles and they're still going to stub their toe from time to time. I think that includes this weekend. They get Minshew mania at home. Give me the Colts and the points. Don't, don't worry, Chris. You got all the stars for the, for the pan pizza. You're good. You're, you're booking buttons. Bro. Yes. Yes. Greg has no idea. Best, best salad bar ever. That was way over Greg's head. What are you two talking about? <laughs> See? <laughs> ah, children of the 80s, unite. If you know, you know. Nerds, get at us in the comment are you, section. Are you, not gonna exp- are you not going to explain it? Okay, so there was There was a program where if you read enough books, you'd get a free personal pan pizza at Pizza Hut. And Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know so, what you're talking about. Yeah, book yeah. it. Book it was yeah, a they, joy, man. They did, they did have that when I was in elementary school. Man, so many Hardy Boys books just consumed. Encyclopedia <laughs> Brown, baby. We're stacking them up. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, after that tangent, I'm going to bring us back, and I'm going to take Jacksonville on the points. Jacksonville went into Indy in week one, and they won the game by 10. This yep. game is in Jacksonville. They come off a win against Buffalo. They're feeling themselves right now. I think they keep it rolling. I'll take the Jags and the points. All right. 
New Orleans at Houston, Texans plus one and a half. Man, this is tough. Ooh, um, this is tough. I like hmm. the fact that the Texans are at home. I like the fact that they're at home. I like the fact that it's New Orleans, a team that not all that actually is pretty good on the road. It's kind of weird this matchup. But I think the Texans have figured some things out. I thought they took Atlanta all the way to the wire. We saw what they did against the Steelers. And they did that against Atlanta on the road. I'll put Houston as a one and a half point underdog. Yeah, I, I'm trying not to put too much stock into the Steelers result for the Texans. Right. I'm trying real hard not to, but home dog, even as short as it is, what point and a half home dog uh, against another mediocre team. I think I'm, I think I'm with the Texans on this one. Yeah. Give me Houston in the points. Man, I was on Houston last week and I really thought we were going to have it when Stroud went down the field and hit Dalton Schultz for the touchdown. But, but Desmond Ritter and the Falcons come all the way back and they get the field goal. I'm with you guys. I like Houston at home in this one. The Saints blew out New England 34-0. Now they're probably thinking a little bit too much about themselves. Houston loses that game in a heartbreaking fashion like that. I think Houston bounces back. And now the toilet bowl. New England (laughs) at Las Vegas. Everybody's favorite matchup, Belichick. McDaniels. Oh my God. Garoppolo. It's the Jim Nance Tony Tony Romo game. Wait, 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 wait. This is the Nance Romo game? Really? Sure, sure is. Oh my God. Wait, do they not have Eagles Jets? They couldn't have put them on Eagles Jets? Eagles Jets is on Fox. Fox. We get a doubleheader on Fox this week, and that is Kevin Kugler, Mark Sanchez, and that's the game that we get on Fox. Wow. Oh boy. CBS um, is a single this week. So hold on. What's the spread here on this one? Three? It is Las Vegas minus three and a half. Three and a half. The hook mm. brings you back. The Patriots suck, but I think it's a close rock fight kind of game. Uh I will take Bill Belichick with an opportunity to prove to his former protégés, both of them, McDaniels and Garoppolo, that he still has a few tricks up his old cutoff sleeves. Um, yeah, Patriots really plus good. three and a Patriots plus three and a half. That's a great call, Chris. Uh, wait, 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 now you've jinxed it. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean your thought process. Because originally I was like, wow, New England couldn't score against the Saints to save their lives. They're not going to be able to stop Devontae. But Belichick, I mean, he's got to be on the hot seat. What's Belichick, what's Belichick really good at? Taking away the one thing Didn't you're you good do at. Well. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you think he's on the hot seat, or do you think like Kraft is like, hey, only win one game, we'll take Caleb Williams and we'll start it over again next year? Like, is he on the hot seat? I mean, if he goes two and fifteen, Kraft is going to pull him aside and say, hey, Bill, I think you might be done. He's not going to fire him. Bill will go out on his own terms to a certain mm. extent. The same way Mike Tomlin will probably never get fired by the Roonies. He'll go out. Uh, you know, if he went two and 15 for two years in a row or whatever it may be, at a certain point, somebody would pull him aside and be like, listen, I think your time's up. They wouldn't fire him. Um, but I, I think Bill Belichick, if he, if he has a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad season, um, more again, literary references. Okay. I know. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I think he'll know it's time for him to walk away. Um, but I do think even if they only win two games this year, 
this is one of them. Yeah, I feel the same way. It dude, It's hard for me to trust anything with the Raiders. It's hard for me to trust anything involving Josh McDaniels. And if you're talking about the potential of a, of a possible chess match with Belichick and McDaniels, I'm going to take McDaniels, even though McDaniels has Devontae Adams. New England's defense will come in with something ready to go. Will their offense live up to it? I'm not so sure. But even then, they can keep this within the field goal. Damn. Originally, I liked Las Vegas. You guys are trying to talk me out of it. But at the end of the day, Mac Jones is awful. Oh, yeah. He is. Las Vegas. I'll take the Raiders. I'll take the Raiders. And Devontae Adams still walks the planet. So Yeah. England's got to put up points, and they're not doing it. Maybe yeah. Bailey Zappi starts this game. Who knows? If Zappi starts, if Zappi's a starter or gets inserted early enough in this game, then that definitely pushes it in the Patriots' direction. Is, not that he's fantastic. Is still like, out for New England? Mm, don't know. That's, that's a, something worth let's looking look, at. Let, let's look that up. Well, we're going to do... We're going to spend five seconds. Very rarely do we do this. We're going to spend five <laughs> seconds on research uh, before. Who are, we look, who are we looking for? Oh, no. They Christian put him on Gonzalez. IR. They put him on IR. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So he's out yeah. for at least four weeks. If he was playing, I'd feel a little bit sh- more strongly about them maybe being able to stop Devontae. Yeah. Mm. All right. Maybe, I'll, stick with, I'll stick with Vegas. Maybe the play on that one is the over because the, the total's so low. It's 41 and a half. Hmm? Mac Jones. That's all I'll say. Good call. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Give me Bailey Zappy, man. Start Zappy. Let's go. Yeah, honestly, I think they might actually do that. Mac has looked terrible. Start Zappy. All right. Back to our picks. Detroit, the kneecap biters at Tampa Bay, Baker Mayfield, Bucks plus three and a half. This is where the Bucks turn back into the Bucks, and Baker Mayfield starts to turn back into Baker Mayfield. I think um, I, I, three and a half for a home dog is tempting again because of the hook, but I think the Lions go down there and take care of business. Give me the Lions minus the three and a half. I'm going to go with the Greg Finley logic and say Tampa Bay at home off a of bye week. Okay. Um, and the Detroit team that really has not faced a team, I think they have faced one, but you don't see a lot of teams that can really go shot for shot with Detroit. Like they can really light you up on offense. And I think that's important. And Greg and I have already talked about how good their offensive line is. However, Tampa Bay doesn't flinch. Baker Mayfield has brought kind of an element of, okay, you guys want to do that? We're going to give you our best shot too. Yeah. Like they may lose, but they'll get their licks in. You know what I mean? And let, yeah. let, me just say, let me just say Mike Evans did not practice on Wednesday. Oh. So that is a caveat. Okay. Oh. Something to keep in mind. But but there's a good point to be made there that, uh, from Josh about, like, ignorance being bliss. And if ignorance yeah. is bliss, Baker Mayfield is is just, whew, he's the happiest man on earth. Um, Because he will. He, he has... The, the the blind swag of like Johnny Manziel at his peak in College yeah. Station. He's Lenny, um, he's Lenny Dykstra in Moneyball. He's too stupid to be intimidated. Yes, exactly. Right. Um, so but a, that but that's a good thing for him. It works. Yeah, for him. It, it's it's what it's what works for him. I'm still on the lines. <laughs> I you know what I'll do. 
Um, my my pick would be tentative on on what Mike uh, Mike Evans does. Okay. If Evans plays, I'll go Tampa. If he doesn't, I'll say Detroit because I think I he's the one guy that can keep it close. I you penciled in for Tampa Bay, but you are subject to change. How about that? Fair. Okay. Fair. All right. I'm going to take Detroit. The Lions look like a juggernaut right now. I love what they're doing with the offense. David Montgomery is a beast, cool. and I drafted him in fantasy, and I love watching him just torch everybody. And even with Amon St. Brown out last week, they still didn't skip a beat on offense. So I'm Frank Ragnow, we pig. Yeah. Exactly. Got to get it in there, don't you? Frank Ragnow, let's do it. <laughs> I'm going to take Detroit. Arizona at the Rams. Rams minus six and a Ugh. half. Do we have to? Um, James Connor's out now. I think somebody told me, yeah. um, he is. Yeah. It, it feels like it's slowly doing what they wanted it to do in Arizona. Um, all due respect to our man, Josh Dobbs, but a touchdown for the Rams, even at home, a full touchdown for the Rams, uh, might be a bit much but Cooper cups healthy. Yeah. You know what? I'll lay the seven Rams minus. Is that what it is? Seven. Six and a half, even better. Rams minus six and a half. Yeah, they get Cooper cut back. They'll they'll give Arizona problems. You 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 get now you got two receivers for teams to worry about that McVay can do different things with. I think that's a big problem for Arizona. I'll take the Rams. Same here. Rams. Philadelphia at the Jets. Jets plus six and a half. This was almost my survivor pick, and it's it's right up there as a quality survivor pick, I think. Uh, yeah. The Eagles, it hasn't been pretty for Philly, but this is this is exactly the case where it doesn't have to be pretty. It's the yep. Jets. Zach Wilson will make a mistake at some point, and they'll pull away late. And yes, I'm going to lay seven on the road uh, with Philly. Philly over the Jets. Josh, I'm going to use the exact Zach same Wilson. thing I said. Ooh. I'm, here's here's what I'll say. Even though Zach Wilson is starting to show some signs of life, I'll use the exact same logic I used for San Francisco, and I'll apply the same thing to Philly. And this is the game I'll probably end up watching because I'll be in that New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, tri-state area over the weekend. I'll be in Jersey for my daughter's baptism. So I'll probably be watching this one, and by the end of it, Greg, I'll be throwing the ones in the air because the Eagles still got the bloodline on defense. I'm going Philly. I was just trying to say, Zach Wilson versus that defense from Georgia, Philadelphia. Mm, mm, That's all yeah. I'm saying, Greg. That's all I'm saying. Wilson Jaylen, gets the bloodline. Jalen Carter is going to eat him for lunch. Samoan <laughs> spike time. That's what I'm saying. That, he needs to to everybody, in fairness. He is he is torturing everybody. Love to see it. <laughs> Samoan spike on Zach Wilson. <laughs> Would you be totally surprised if Jalen Carter did that in the middle of a game? I wouldn't. No. <laughs> if, he, if he just grabbed him by the shoulder pads, ah, bang. Or a Superman. TJ Watt did it to Zay Flowers last week. That's true. TJ Watt did it to, to Zay Flowers. He tried to Superman punch him. <laughs> People were like, oh, he's so dirty. It's like, well, the receiver didn't even catch the ball, so what does it matter? <laughs> All right. Here comes the fun one. Another, is that what this it, is? It's not a toilet bowl, but it's really bad versus really good. Giants at Buffalo. Bills minus 14 and a half. Survivor pick, Buffalo. The only thing and a half? The, the yeah. only thing that worries me about this is the huge number. 
and the Bills. Did the Bills not play in London last week? Is, is... Yeah, they did. Okay. They did. So I don't like the coming back from London and playing the following week. Um, I, yeah, but they're and, angry. They're I, angry. That That's all well and good. They can be ang- as angry as they want to. They're coming back and laying 14. I don't think they're going to lose to the Giants, but I think they're going to do that thing where they let the Giants hang around way too long, and it's an ugly game. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Josh Allen comes out and throws touchdown passes on the first three drives, and I look like a big dummy. Wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last time. But you give me 14, <sighs> give me the Giants. Daniel Jones may, may not play in this game. Uh, that might be a positive in my direction. <laughs> you like you like Deron Taylor. You like Deron Taylor. <laughs> I mean, oh man! Wow. Although Saquon Saquon might play, exactly. I think Saquon is going to play. Yeah, uh, I'm taking the 14 and a half, and I'll probably be wrong because when the Chiefs played the Jets, I was like, oh, Kansas City minus nine and a half, no questions asked, and the Jets only lost by three. It's a Sunday night football game, but I'm still yep. taking Buff. I'm taking Buffalo at home. I think oh, Tariko and Collinsworth are like, why do we have to call this game? Because Buffalo is going to win by 30, and it's going to be ugly for the Giants. If, if Saquon plays, that could change things in this game. Uh huh. Because that we are we are figuring this out. Granted, a few of us already knew this last year. The reason why the Giants' offense worked so well is because they ran the ball and didn't turn it over a lot. You get Saquon in this game, and he's healthy enough to go. He probably helps run the ball with this offense, and maybe they don't turn it over so much, and I think that helps them. And it keeps it within two touchdowns. If they have Saquon, I like the Giants. Final one, Monday Night Football, Cowboys at the Chargers, L.A., plus two and a half. Oh, man. Mm. So let's go back to something we've talked about a couple times this week. Home dog off a bye, right? Is that what we're dealing with with the Chargers mm-hmm. here? Yeah. Home dog off a bye. Do I think there's potential for Micah Parsons to absolutely terrorize Justin Herbert? Yes, that is a distinct yes. possibility. Um, do I also think there's a chance that this thing could be 36-34 and... The Chargers maybe lose on a walk-off field goal, but because of the points they cover, yeah, distinct possibility. Uh, that's what I'm aiming for. That is what I'm aiming for. Give me the Chargers and the points. I I was I was back and forth with this one, looking at these two teams. Here's the reason why I'm taking the Chargers. One name and one name in particular, Kellen Moore. Former former Cowboys offensive coordinator, now Chargers offensive coordinator. If anybody knows how to beat that Dallas team, yep. it's going to be Kellen Moore. I think they're going to be really aggressive. They're going to try to get out in front of Dallas early because if you can get in front of them early, you can beat that Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, if he has to throw the ball a lot, he's he's an absolute liability. Kellen Moore knows that he's going to be aggressive with Herbert. They're going to try to get out in front early. I like the Chargers as a home dog, especially especially off of Miami with two weeks to prepare for Dallas. Yeah. Give me the Chargers. I'm going to take the Cowboys because the Chargers have an awful rushing defense. And I think that the, uh, I think uh, Tony Pollard is going to cook some and I'm going to take the Cowboys. Tony Pollard is good. And they're, they're finally letting him do his thing too. 
So yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay, that's that's fair fair philosophy there. I think very fair philosophy. And when they run, right. they win. Yeah, and Dak was terrible last week. Usually, whenever he's terrible, they bounce back and look better because they ran they run the ball. Yeah. All right. So that uh, that's our week six hot sheet, just like that. And uh, what I can guarantee is that Greg and Josh will probably be somewhere right around or a couple games better than 500. And that I will be one of two. I will either have a wildly great week <laughs> or a wildly terrible week. Cause that's really about the only way it goes at this point. So you're the Steelers. Oh my God. I am. You either win or you get blown up. <laughs> that's the most depressing thing I've been told. Oh, in like the last five months. Oh my gosh. Oh. I'm the Steelers. You win or you get blown out. Oh God. I need to go lay down. <laughs> this has been another edition of Fourth Down in the Steel City. I'm gonna go have Two fingers of scotch and a reckoning with myself. I was just about to ask you if the, if the brown bottle was nearby. Because it's, it's, it's not it's not a it's live post game, but it might be it's, necessary. It's out at the bar. Don't worry. I'm going to grab it on the way upstairs. I need next it now. time. Next time Chris is at a media scrum, I'll be like, Chris, what's wrong? I'm like, I was told I'm the Steelers. I'm the Steelers. <laughs> uh, thanks to all of you for right, listening. Right. And those of you that watched on YouTube, you know. You can subscribe to it. Get in, inside your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Uh, follow, like, subscribe, download, listen, rate, review, so we can continue to bring these wonderful podcasts to you. Uh, for Greg Finley, our intrepid producer, have a great weekend, Greg. I know you got a wedding to go be a part of. Have a blast, my friend. For Josh Taylor, who is going to go get his little girl baptized out in Jersey. I just hope that it's not Jersey water because, you know, you never know what's in Jersey water. Although it builds up immunity, I've been told. Uh, I am Chris Mack. Thank you for listening and watching. We'll do it again next week. Get you ready for Steelers Rams right here on 4th Down. Steelers.